What's up, fellow JS and TS fans? This is Zach, and you're listening to the Dino Developer Show. With your JavaScript and or TypeScript skills, you can write server-side code in Dino, a fast and secure JavaScript and TypeScript runtime. On this show, I talk about going from a novice in server-side code in Dino to a productive and secure backend developer. So listen in as we demystify server-side programming and secure your confidence with Dino. On this episode for the week, I'll be going over uh, asynchronous programming, how did Node deal with writing async programming, and what are promises, which is hence the title of this episode. And then very lastly, what is async await? So you'll get to determine if I fulfill my promise of this good explanation that I'm claiming to have, or will you reject it? I don't know. We'll see. All right, so let's finally get into it. What are we talking about? Asynchronous programming. I'm going to use kind of like an analogy to explain what is the basics of what is asynchronous programming compared to synchronous programming. With synchronous programming, let's say you have a manager and one employee and you, the listener, we're going to pretend you are the employee. Okay. The manager does in this scenario, does nothing except give instructions and clear that you, again, the employee did the task correctly and to completion. And you, the employee do that one task that they give you And that might take you an hour. It might take you a morning, a whole day. Heck, it might take you the whole week. This kind of sounds like the situation you might have with your project manager or scrum master, (laughs) right? No, I'm joking. Kind of. No, I'm joking. All right. All right. You then go and report back and get another task. Okay. And you, the employee, did this over and over and over one task at a time, get a task, do the thing, report back, repeat. Okay. This is like synchronous programming. The computer or program is going to do the task. The code says one thing at a time and wait for the task to complete before jumping to that next thing, no matter how long that thing or that task takes to complete. Cool. So now that we have synchronous programming in there, let's look at what might asynchronous programming look like if we continue with the same example or analogy. For this, we'll still assume that you are the only one working for this project manager or scrum master. With that said, let's say your project manager or scrum master started to wise up and put your tasks for the week on some sort of board. Oh, that's that's revolutionary, right? Okay, so now you're not, in a sense, blocked. What I mean by that is, let's say a task takes some time to do, but you don't need to physically be waiting for that thing to complete. Maybe you have to print, I don't know, maybe you have to print some large document, okay, from a printer, and it takes a very, very long time, okay? It's a large document, it's 50 pages, and this thing's just taking forever. Well, you can walk away and start on 
one of the other tasks that you have on the board. Okay. So you, the employee can start something and asynchronously in a sense, continue into another task while waiting for something else to, you know, for that part of it to complete for, to complete printing. And you go back to it and you can continue on with that task. So in a program, you might need to get something from the database, which might take some time, right? But in the meantime, your program can start doing something else, right? Start that other task. Okay. I hope that does kind of like make you see the difference between synchronous and asynchronous. So with that said, let's now talk about how Node.js dealt with this for a long time. Node.js used something called callbacks, which is very simply put a uh, function passed as an argument to another function. Pretty simple, right? However, if you've done development with Node.js, you'll probably be familiar with the term callback hell. This is when there are a long chain of callbacks, which makes it kind of confusing and potentially very difficult to read and decipher, you know, where some problems may lie if you have a bug or whatever. Okay. Well, luckily with modern JavaScript and TypeScript, um, there's a better way to deal with where way to write asynchronous code instead of doing this callback method. And here enters in promises. So Dino uses promises and uh, something called async await heavily. Node, in fact, does actually support promises now as well, later versions of Node. But we aren't here to talk about Node, so let's get back to the promises. The name promise is actually pretty fitting. It To piggyback a little off of MDN here and their... Uh, terminology or their definition of it. A promise is saying that eventually after the triggering of some task or really a function, there will be a resulting value or there's going to be a failure, right? There's going to be an error that, you know, triggers a failure. All right. And without literally diving into some code right now, um, <laughs> I won't do that to you. I'll just say that a promise has either one of three states. Uh, pending, meaning that you know the promise has not actually either been fulfilled, meaning it's not been successful yet in delivering a value, or it has not failed yet. Okay. The second one is being fulfilled. As I mentioned, that just means that it has successfully delivered some sort of value. And then rejected means that the promise has failed for one reason or one reason or another. And you can um, tell the promise um, what to do with that value with dot then, you know, dot then, and then, you know, probably put like a function or something in there, an arrow function in order to tell it what exactly to do um, if there was a success. Otherwise, you can use dot catch if uh, there was an error and you get to see the resulting error. Pretty simple. If you've used promises before, then this has just probably been a recap for you. And that's great. 
However, if you are new to this stuff, you've never done asynchronous programming with JavaScript or TypeScript or any other language uh, that does something similar, then this is probably going to take a little bit of time to wrap your head around. Um, no worries. I'd recommend you like use, um, you go and do some code examples, like uh, code challenges, excuse me, uh, and just try this concept out for yourself. Uh, it'll take, as I said, it might take a little bit of time, but uh, it's kind of crucial that you understand this, especially if you want to do server-side programming with JavaScript and or TypeScript. Cool. So let's actually jump into the next part, which is async await. Async await is basically just a cleaner way to write promise-based behavior. That's it. That's pretty much what async await is. Okay. And for those of you who have not done async await, it does require a, um, a function. Okay. So let's say you were just doing a simple function, not an arrow function, then you would do async in front of the keyword function. And that would tell, <clears throat> that would say to your, say to your program, Hey, like this is going to be done. This function can be done in an asynchronous manner. And within that function, you'll have the await keyword in front of the thing that you're, you're waiting to complete. It's pretty simple right? I mean, that can be a lot easier to look at than if you were writing it as uh, the original promise-based uh, syntax. Now, uh, luckily for us in Dino, you can write it as a regular promise. You could write it at, with async await. Um, it usually, Dino does emphasize async await, which is really nice another reason to love Dino. Again, though, though, I would definitely recommend if you have, don't know this concept of promises, it's going to take some time to wrap your head around and Dino does really uh, utilize them. So please go practice it a little bit, at least wrap your head around the concept and it'll save you a lot of headaches. So uh, yeah. All right. So what do you think? Was my promise fulfilled or do you reject my explanation by uh, catching some errors in, in my explanation there? <laughs> I imagine that you did laugh at that joke or at least appreciated it. I, mean, I hope you did. All right. That concludes this episode of the Dino Developer Show. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, if you enjoy the show, give it a follow and a review of your podcast platform of choice. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Reason, and Amazon Music. You can also subscribe to the RSS feed. Music is done by audionautics.com. My name is Zach, and I'll talk to you next time.